You're listening to On Fire Concerts Artist Interview of the Month series with your host, Ron Johnson. Hey folks, it's Ron with On Fire Concerts, and I am here today with a lady that is, uh, needs no introduction, but just a little bit. She's a 55-year member of the Grand Ole Opry, <laughs> has performed on the Opry 5,200-something uh, times. Yes. Has her own radio show on Willie's Roadhouse, Sirius XM, Sundays with Seeley. Mm -hmm. And she's a doctor on top of all that with an honorary, <laughs> honorary doctorate degree from uh, Lincoln, Memorial Lincoln Memorial University uh, down in Harrogate, Tennessee. Well, thank you so much for being with us. Well, thank you for inviting me by. It's and always I'm, great. I'm sure that there's going to be something I missed with, with, <laughs> with the amazing career that you have. But we'll... We've got a special thing we want to talk about here shortly, um, but 55 years on the Grand Ole Opry. Yeah, you know, Ron, it's amazing. Uh, the time has just gone by so fast, and it's weird to me because when I think of something that's over 50 years ago that happened or 50 years old, that looks one way, but my time at the Opry, it's like, it, where did it go? It just goes by so fast. And to perform more than anybody in history on the Grand Ole Opry, <laughs> that's got to be an honor that, that you couldn't, I wouldn't have never imagined. Anybody would have ever imagined that. Well, you know, and that wasn't a goal that I tried to do. It just happened. I think one of the reasons um, back years ago when all of my peers, the other girls at the Opry, like Pruitt and Jeannie Shepard and and uh, Dottie and uh, Jan Howard, all of Connie, they all had young children, and I didn't. So I always volunteered to work holidays and special times so they could be home. And um, also, back in the early days, the management didn't pay that much attention to all the female singers. So we didn't ever call the office or we just call each other and say hey i got a sick kid or something can you cover for me and that's what we did so well you know the amazing thing to me uh as a country music and i grew up on traditional i love the country the gene watson country music absolutely you know, uh, and he's still making some of the i've got best. gene coming up in april oh good uh, and I have had him the last three years in, in concert. And Gene's mm -hmm. um, amazing. But, but, but you, I mean, 55 years, and I, you know, when you watch Jeannie Seeley on the stage at the Opry, <laughs> you get the impression that, well, you do, it's obvious. You love it now oh. as much as you ever did. I probably love it more, Ron, than I ever did. Uh, I think with the as with a lot of things, the older we get, the more we appreciate what it is we've had the opportunity to do. And I remember years ago, it's been many years ago now, I caught myself saying, somebody asked me about doing something, and I said, I can't, I have to do the Opry. And somewhere it hit me, and I thought, no, you don't have to do the Opry. Right. You get to do the Opry. And so I changed my attitude real quick about that. I, you know, I, and this, as, as a person to watch it, there's a lot of younger artists now on the Opry, which we all realize it evolves. It has to be, It has yeah. to evolve. Um, but, but you just hope, or I do, that they realize 
the true meaning of what that is. Right. It's and I like and to yeah. yeah. Uh, you can tell the young artists coming in, the ones that were exposed to the Opry and traditional country and their homes growing up. And some of them weren't, and it's not their fault that no, they don't no. get it. But when I realize that, I like to try to spend a little extra time with them if I can and try to get across the point that the Grand Old Opry is not an, just another concert venue. It's not just another concert. It is something all its own, and it's an American institution that we should be very proud of. You know, I have been backstage, fortunate enough to go backstage a number of times, mm -hmm. and, and every time I go backstage, I just think, and I'm just a promoter, but uh, somebody <laughs> invited me, and, uh -huh. and but I think as an artist, I can't even begin to imagine <laughs> how special that would be. Uh, Come in the artist entrance and see that as an artist, mm -hmm. um, but but to be like I said, the, the thing that we I admire and that I realize is Jenny Seeley loved it today as much as she ever did. And my goal when I walk out there is I look at that wonderful house full of people. And I'm very well aware of what it took for them to be there. You know, most of them are from out of town. They've had to work hard, save a lot of money. It's expensive yeah, to come yeah, here and make the trip here and the expenses to stay here and come. So my, you know, and nobody wants to do all that to see somebody unhappy. Yeah. So even if I wasn't happy, I would pretend I you, was because I owe it you, to You want the people. fans to, real, to enjoy it. Absolutely, that is and, my goal. And that's the thing as a, um, you know, I tell people as a promoter, my main goal is, of course, take care of the artists and give the fans a show. Exactly. Yeah. And that's Make what I'm glad they came. That's what I want to do. Mm -hmm. And just, uh, but, you know, the Opry, I know, loves you, and we love you as fans. Oh, thank you. And, Mom, uh, I appreciate that. So, uh, the uh, tell us just, just briefly about your honorary doctorate degree. Well, uh, Lincoln Memorial University is where my husband went to college before he went to UT Law School. And, uh, so we would go down there for homecoming and then different things going on. So that's how I got familiar with the school and got to know all of the people there and realized what country music fans they are and also Grand Ole Opry fans. Yeah. The president of the university listens to the Grand Ole Opry religiously as most of them do down there. So. Mm -hmm. They were aware of me, but then got to know better through Jean. And so, anyway, Jean and my husband's Jean Ward and Jean and and talked to them down there and got that worked out. I was just so thrilled, and it's an honor I never dreamed of having. I couldn't afford to go to college, so this is very special to me. The the honorary doctorate of arts degree. Mm -hmm. Anybody deserves a Doctorate of Arts degree. <laughs> it's juicy. So, oh, thank you. One other thing I've got to mention, and, and then um, I've seen recently uh, when Garth Brooks was at Nissan Stadium. Yeah. I got <laughs> Jeannie Seeley was out there with <laughs> No, is that crazy? That, that is 
the respect that Jimmy Sigler deserves. Well, I thank you. You, Garth, wanted a representative of the Opry, you know, a representative group, so I was really happy to be out there and Larry Gatlin. And that was amazing. Just, yeah. And somebody said, were you nervous out there with that huge crowd? And I said, I was too excited to be nervous. <laughs> to be ner <laughs> and then you followed that up with CMA, which CMA yeah. had done. done uh, that is, uh, but that's, uh, that was amazing, too. Yeah. Mm. I laughed. Uh, my friend Roxanne Atwood, you know, Tim probably and know. Roxanne. Yeah, yes. Roxanne and Tim. Roxanne said, standing between Peyton Manning <laughs> Luke Bryan, you look like the bat building standing there. <laughs> yeah. But they were so fun to hang with. It was just great. That that would have, that would have had to be a, a, a thrill. And and like I said, it, it's the representative of the opera. Who else could you ask but Jenny Seaton? Well, you know, and of course I went off script. You know, <laughs> I haven't heard anything bad from it yet. But uh, I'm standing back there, and the script started with this next artist has won 14 CMA awards, you know, and I thought, they don't know that I got to introduce her when she made her debut on the Opry. They, they don't know that. They can't know that. But we've just been talking about me representing the Opry, and I thought, I'm just going to say it, so that's why I said I just have to tell you, you know. But I remember when Miranda first came in the Opry that night, just so young and so talented, just unbelievable. It, it's amazing it, it, to see the reaction of some of the artists when they're told or they're, they're asked to be a member. Mm -hmm. Such as your friend and mine, Rhonda Vincent. Oh, mercy. And Rhonda, I thought it was. I'm talking Rhonda. Said, Are you serious? <laughs> One Rhonda, of my favorites. I, I told Rhonda, we were right about that time, and like I, I, you may know, but I promote a lot of shows. Uh -huh. And Rhonda was, we had coming up at that time. And then um, COVID hit. Right. And then it got put off of your <laughs> end. Up, and uh, she said, now you go out there and you can say the newest myth. Yes, she's she's got holds the record for the longest period between when you were invited and when you actually got she's to do it. She's a sweetheart. She, oh, she's and, amazing. Uh, yes. So you you've got a thing coming up on December the tenth at the Troubadour mm -hmm. Theater here on Music Valley. And by the way. Let me just say real quick, we are here in the beautiful Willie Nelson Museum. Yes. They are gracious enough to let us do these, and we are in front of Jimmy Seely's <laughs> display in so the museum. Thrilled. So if you're in Nashville, you've never been to the Willie Nelson Museum, come out and check it out because they've got displays of everybody and that you would just thoroughly enjoy this. But I have to say that because we're sitting in front of Jimmy Seely. Well, I am so honored to be represented in here, and yes, this is one of the best kept secrets as far as I'm concerned. It is a wonderful museum, very well put together, very thoughtful. And great folks that run it. And, mm -hmm. on, and, and it's amazing. But on December the 10th at the Troubadour around the corner, um, Midnight Jamboree. We're so glad to be bringing the Midnight Jamboree back. Back to the Troubadour, and yes, that's 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 amazing. And it and I'm thank to the Troubadour and, and Randall and everybody over there, mm. and Rodney over yes. there to do that. And but you've got a thing called 
Santa Paws? Santa Paws is coming to town. Yeah, uh, we started this a few years ago. I was, I can't remember exactly how, what triggered it, but I remember wanting to do something more that year. I had done the angel tree and done these things, and I thought, you know, you have the time and resources. What else can we do? And I looked around, and I felt like we were taking care of the seniors. We were taking care of the children and all. And I thought, it's, and we need to look about the pets. And it's not just the animals, it's the caregivers. Those mm -hmm. people are so dedicated and they work so hard. And sometimes they work with very little to work with. Right, and, and I know we have a, my wife and I, we have a poodle. We, we've been married 17 years, so he's 17 years old, which is mm -hmm. past what they normal. Normally, yes. And, but if she moves, he moves. <laughs> you know, and, uh, but uh, he just lets me know when he wants to go out. There <laughs> you go. That's your job. That's <laughs> my job. He knows that. But but they but they become they're they're family. I mean, absolutely. You know, and they should be. I have no regard for the people who don't look at them like that. Well, I learned then, back seventy years ago, my wife was diagnosed with cancer. Went through mm -hmm. breast cancer five years, six years now in submission. Thank goodness. And but. You could tell he laid right there by her every day through mm -hmm. all that and knew that she was sick. Absolutely, but they so, know. But you realize that, and then the, the rescue animals that are, have to be rescued, you know, mm -hmm. they need all the help they can get. Right. Well, we decided last year, last time, we didn't do it last year, but the last time we did it, we got a horse trailer full of stuff. And I like to tell people, you know, we know money's tight every year at this time of year. This year right. with inflation, it's even worse. But uh, if you can't afford to go buy something or give a monetary donation, everybody has old towels, blankets. Just wash up those old things and even old, even sweatshirts, you right. know, if you're clearing out because they cut those up and make beds. and. Those things are needed as well. So there's always something, something you, can you can do. do. And it's amazing, too, how many people, uh, when they get new leashes or collars or beds or dishes or whatever, just throw them away. And I am like to get the message out, don't do that. Just clean them up. And uh, this is what we're doing now, but it can happen year all round. year yes. round. Yes, it it is needed. There's, there's a number of people you can contact for that. Exactly. And you mentioned having a, your own dog being 17. Uh, we decided this year, before we did it, we split it between Metro Animal Control and the Humane Society. But a friend of mine, Stacy Britton, who's helping so much with this, um, she got acquainted with the people at the Old Friends Senior Dog Sanctuary. And they're all the older dogs that they will take in and let them live out their lives as happily as they can. It's a wonderful place. That I never, I, I didn't realize. Yes. Yeah. And a lot of people probably don't. Right. It's here in Mount Juliet just on the outskirts of Nashville, and it's a wonderful facility, and they get no major funding. So we decided that would be 
I guess because we're all getting older, we're thinking about those pets getting older too. Well, and the it, care they and it costs to take care of those. And yes. you know, people, it's amazing at the, the things that people, it's like, you know, as an example, it's like the caregiver for the pets will take buy things out of their pocket to do oh, it. Yes. And, they, and, it's, and they shouldn't have to do that. Right. And uh, we can help year round. We can. So, and if I'm correct, from December, to, from today, December the 5th through the 10th, you can bring stuff to the Troubadour? Yes, that's, I guess that's, they've I accepted that's that. I hope yeah. they did anyway. Yeah, uh, if you have time to swing by, of course, we would love to have you come to the show because it's, it's all Christmas. If you don't particularly like country music, well, you still can come to this because we have a little country edge to it mind you, but it's all Christmas music this time with some special guests. I decided we're doing it for senior dogs, and, and it's Christmas and kids and dogs all go together, so I planned some young guests on the show. Tia Goins is going to be there. She's amazing too. She is an amazing talent and such good people. And she rescued a little kitten that she named Seely, so we'll be talking yeah. about that. And also, she's bringing her little niece, Wrigley, who's oh, like okay. seven or eight, and saying she's great. And um, then Cutter and Cash Singleton up in Hodgensville, Kentucky, the Lincoln Jamboree, right, you might right. know those kids. They're bringing their group, Classy and Grassy. Okay, I've heard them. I've never worked with them, but I know who they are. Yeah, they're amazing. And fabulous young men. Uh, Cutter just turned 15, and I swear he's an old soul. He's one of us, Ron. He's great. So we're looking forward to that. Of course, I'm going to feature Tim Atwood. He'll be playing piano, but Tim we'll is an amazing Tim a, musician. Oh, what a great entertainer. Oh. Uh, you know, people don't. You know, he played for for years on the opera musicians, uh -huh. and then, but it's entertaining, and yeah. just you can tell there again, he's one of them that you watch him entertain and just know he loves what he's doing. Exactly, and for years when I worked with Tim at the Opry, I would go across town to where he was working, just to enjoy him, you right. know. And I always thought he's sitting back here. He needs to be up front. So he's finally doing that now and he's doing so well so we'll be featuring Tim and also Danny Davis my bass player Roxanne and I have talked a lot of times about getting Tim I do a lot of shows out in a little place called Bell Buckle and uh -huh. uh, but we do make man born all over Middle Tennessee but Tim was we love that uh, yeah. so but but folks if you can come out on December the 10th right and what time does it start well, we do a warm-up show now, and Keith Bilbrey will be there doing the warm-up oh, show. Okay. Normally, Marcia Campbell uh, does the warm-up, and uh, the, the Opry's doing two shows Saturday night, and so Marcia's going to be there dancing, so I called Keith Bilbrey. And actually, when I put this show together, I kind of patterned this warm-up show after Keith Bilbrey's old warm-up show prior to the Opry, oh, okay. which we all miss. So we're looking forward to uh, catching up with Keith again. And uh, also, uh, that starts at 9.30. And then we'll go to live to the stage at 10 o'clock, and it's 10 to 11. And then it'll be played back on WSM and... 
we're we're recording and it's uh, it's not the same night. Unfortunately, it won't air till next week. Next but week. we'll get some kinks ironed out and we'll be able to do that in real time. But it also gives you a chance to listen in and and WSM six fifty and also WSM online. Well, we're we're looking forward to that. And folks, come out to the Troubadour. December the 10th, 9.30, uh, 10 o'clock, Miss Jenny Seeley. Mm -hmm. And you'll see a cast of the lineup that says it's going to be a great lineup for a great cause. Santa Paul's coming. Coming to town. <laughs> and I like to use this, too, since we are on the air and you're giving yeah. us opportunity to reach out to people. Maybe you can't do a show in your area, but you can kind of, you know, remind people to donate and to think about these right. facilities. And, and these, you know, these, uh, the facilities for these pets, they, they, if you reach out to them and you have something you won't give, it'll oh, get there. Yes, and they're so grateful. These people are so dedicated and work so hard. And you, you can't find a better cause. So December the 10th, Troubadour Theater, Music Valley Drive, 930, Jenny Seeley will be on the tent with her uh, show. And uh, Jenny, I just want to say again, I am just blown away to be able to honor, uh, honor the interview with Jenny Seeley. I thank you, Ron. Thank and, uh, you so much. We have done a lot of interviews over the years, and, and mm -hmm. um, we just appreciate it. Thank well, you good. So much. I appreciate you too. Thanks for what you do for us. Well, thank you. And until next time, don't forget December the 10th, Troubadour Theater, Nashville. Thank you, Willie Nelson Museum, and we'll see you next time.